Nexus at night. It's our fourth birthday, which means I am four beers in. I'm drunk. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. I'm Miles. Welcome back to the show, Miles. Thank uh, you for having me. You're you're welcome. I'm currently stuffing my face full of rice and salmon because I don't want to be chewing and eating this entire video. So excuse me if I sound like I mean, a fucking slob for the first ten minutes. There is a decent point in this podcast where I would just eat apples on the air. <laughs> oh yeah, or or, or, there, or there's that time where uh, the sound of my roommate clipping his nails was caught on audio. Oh wow! Well, so I just realized I did not put my recording sign up, so I'm gonna go do I that really quickly. I still don't know how that happened, Alice. I I don't know. Actually, yeah. Um. Uh, my, my girlfriend was like, hey, I, like she's like, can I listen to this podcast when it airs? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, also, if you want to hear one of me, or if you want to hear one that I was already in, here's this one. And I sent her the Care Expo one. And then I was like, let me re-listen to this just so I know what she's going to hear from me. Oh, no. Because, um, you know, you're a different person around your, like, middle, like, mid-20-year-old friends, not mm. your girlfriend. So I was like, let me just make sure that uh, I will not be single tomorrow. Um, so I was listening in, and I think everything checks out. But I did realize that the entire video, the entire podcast, my cat is meowing in the back of that video of oh, that yeah. recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just how it is. It during quarantine, you just have like even the highest grade professional things are just having background noise interruptions like <laughs> right, the, the, right there's like a thing where seth myers was recording like the monologue for his late show or whatever and his like three-year-old son just walks in the middle of the background they're like well that's just <laughs> how it is I'm like okay fine the point is we are not nor have we ever been professional here on nexus i am right? actively playing Alice, call of duty while we are recording well, we get paid on like, YouTube, uh... therefore we are professional Sure. It's like those people on YouTube who like give like YouTube news while all while playing like CS:GO or something. <laughs> like anyone Dude, gives a shit. Even, are like, are they even able to make content anymore? Yes. Oh my god. They, what the, they they make those those people make bank, dude. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It, it, it's true anyway. what you mean though, Miles, about like uh, being different with your friends than you are in front of your girlfriend. It's like. Mm -hmm. It's like being a werewolf, where like you're not responsible for your actions. During your... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When you're with your friends, and she's like, "Why the fuck are there claw marks on the outside of the house?" Full mm -hmm. moon, man. I can't control it. Yeah, my my immediate instinct was like, "Did I make any like poop jokes or something?" And I was like, "Okay, no, we're good." Good. I don't think that is something to worry about. I I don't know. It's just not the most attractive thing. If it makes you feel uh, any better, I, I same. I, I was a guest on a podcast where it's about like learning about, uh, from your mistakes, and uh, my mom came across it because uh, she listens to my other podcast, and then oh, yeah? it got recommended to her. She's like, "What the fuck? I heard none of this." I was like, uh, "You sorry, did mom. what?" <laughs> yeah, right. Of Speaking of you did what, uh, Bushiroad released a new ban list for premium format. An emergency ban, if you will. Yeah. I'm sure it is of the highest quality. Okay, now, to be fair, I don't think Bushiroad ever gets to count anything as an emergency ban list. Because most there's no consistency to their ban list. They're just like, oh, we have another one coming up in a week. You're like, 
Okay, fine. Uh, I guess that's <laughs> happening. Like, at least with Konami, they're like, it's six months. You know when it's coming, predictable as the tides. This is... Also, Konami ban... Yu-Gi-Oh! ban lists usually um, encourage some forms of speculation. With Vanguard, everyone's like, this is gonna get hit, 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 and this is gonna get hit. And here and reasons... I was pretty sure just one card would get hit this time. Yeah. And yes. We all Matt... were. Will you do the honors? What got hit? Ah, uh, so the Let's dig big in. We'll ban list one. was Rain Elemental Zazan to one. Um, I'm not going to That's say it. we should say what Zazan does. You know what it does. If you've been paying attention to Twitter or any of our past episodes or literally anything in the Vanguard yeah. community, you literally have seen the hashtag. anything about premium. You have heard of Zazan. You, you have seen the hashtag Zazan to Zero. Different fights talked about it. Solemn Vanguard has talked about it. Solemn Vanguard has talked about it on this very podcast. This so is the one time. tested it for like 200 games immediately after it was revealed. This is the one time I will encourage people to play standard over premium. So let's, let's refresh uh, some of the things we knew about Zazan when it was a four. It was pretty much playable in many, many decks, including, you know, OTT was one uh, because of Calico, which also did not get hit. Uh, the, uh, and then, like, you know, you would, you just, it, and what I think Solemn said that a Zazan based deck had a 97% win rate against non Zazan based decks. Yes. Uh, well, with several hundred games. So. 97 fucking percent. Or something of that nature, right? Uh, it was so like then... 99 when he first tested it, because out of like hundreds of games, it only won twice, and one of those game wins was Luxacking. Okay, so let's talk about the ban here to one. So it does take away the ability to just play to the Zazan, like two drawings of Zazan, right? Like we, we said before that your likelihood of getting Zazan was, you know, roughly. You know, about a coin flip, basically. Uh, like, and two vanillas every game. So, like, every other, every you know, every other game, you'd be pretty close to having Zazen, right? Or at least, you know, maybe a card or two off that you can draw into. Um, it's just hard mole for Zazen every game. You cannot play that way anymore, which means with Zazen at one... I, well, I should, we should also read the statement here. So, the statement they made with Zazen being restricted to one is that they did not want first turn 10 attack comb or 10 or more attack combos. Um, and if you're asking like what client could do that, well, there was some a gear chronicle, which could pump out like 15 or 60, like 15 attacks on turn one. This is it. Sounds like fair and balanced gameplay, but that's not really, that's not the problem explanation, right? That's mm. not, they're like, we did not intend for the 10-plus attack combo. That's yeah. But the problem with Zazan is not just a 10-attack combo. The problem with Zazan is the other things that weren't mentioned in Bushiroad's statement. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, is Zazan... Sorry, go ahead. Even without that 10-attack combo, there are a million other cheese strats that people have devised with this card. You know... Just right, the, but a lot of them did rely on having four copies mm -hmm. for consistency purposes. Um, so 
I think now the question is how well can the decks who can search out grade ones abuse a one of Suzanne? Mm-hmm. And is that going to be a problem? Yeah. What do you all think? Um, I feel like the underlying problem of just haves and have-nots is still going to be so much worse than what the current meta would have been without Zazan, because I feel like any deck that can reliably search Zazan out quickly and get GB plays active before stride turns are still just going to have that same, like, 90-whatever percent win rate that's completely ridiculous and unfair for the decks that don't have Zazan, so... Well, we're still gonna see the decks. We're still gonna see the meta kind of narrow down, and become really linear. Um, it kind of does like destroy creativity. Mm-hmm. At least if it were, I think, still at four. At one, maybe it's not going to. I mean, obviously, it's not going to affect every deck, but more decks now are going to be designed to solely dig into the deck to get out Zazan mm-hmm. by what? Turn two, turn turn one, turn two. Depending on what it is. Um, yeah, so certain decks, I think, they're, you know, their entire, like, mechanic, their entire clan-centric mechanic is now going to be utilized solely for just digging out Zazan. Well, mm-hmm. one thing that should be noted is that Tempest's Fear is a, a card that does a similar job to Zazan, which is turning a card in G-Zone face-up before mm-hmm. Yes, get and that didn't get three. And uh, But d- what's the difference between Zazan and the Tempestphere? Counterblast, because Different Correct. Fight brought that up in his video too. You can play around mm-hmm. Tempestphere. You cannot play around Zazan. Now, the biggest issue next is maybe a combination of Zazan with the red elemental that forces everyone to attack Vanguard. Yeah. Oh, Huang. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think we did bring up in that episode that that was also going to be a yes. problem because I it, think Solemn brought that up too. Yeah. He, 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 said, he said, you mentioned that it would just remove denial play, which so, is a serious strategic possibility. One thing that I'm thinking of is the clans that can abuse Zazan at one all require counterblast to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking like Pale Moon needs a counterblast to put it in Soul, right? Mm-hmm. But when you play, uh, what is his name, Huang? Yeah, Huang. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or is it just Huang Long? Like, no, or is no. it just Huang? Oh, well, it's Huang just Long is, is a Gear Chronicle. Oh, that's the Huang. Gear Chronicle thing. Okay, yeah. it's just Huang. Yeah, yeah. So I think the combination of Huang plus the ones Zan is still going to be problematic going forward. Yeah. Um, or even so, just Huang himself. I to mean, be perfectly yeah. fair, you still need to see a Huang before that. But you can play four of those. Yeah. Yes, that's okay. That's fair. You're right. I mean, Solemn said that if Zazan wasn't so uh, attention sucking and prevalent, Huang would be the thing that we'd all be focused on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, I mean, Huang is a card I kind of like, just because, like, Counterblast Denial felt like it made the game a little stale. I don't think so. 
I think it's a valid form of counterplay. If you don't want mm-hmm. the opponent to counterblast, and now you don't call stuff. That's okay. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Or or have stuff that gets out of the way. Whatever doesn't matter. But and now, if you have Huang, you just need to hope that you also. Sorry, if your opponent has Huang, now you need to hope that you have a unit to ride, and no other units on board to attack. Smaller with. than their. That unit. is. Exactly, that is of lesser power than your opponent's vanguard because you do not want to give them that counter blast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably going to turn into another sort of like Cold War scenario <laughs> if Zazan being at one is like this. Like, okay, just of the clans that can make use of it, this is it off the top of my head. All three paladins can search Zazan fairly easily. Pale Moon can put it in soul and call it out. Um, Grand, Grand Blue, Blue can drop can, it. Can not only drop it, they can surge it from the deck, drop it, and get it back with two cards. Yes, right, right. Um, uh, Tachikaze, like, <laughs> if you really stretch it, like, you gauge into stuff and then call the gauge out on the rear. That's nah. the thing. It, Angel like, Feather can damage zone it. I don't think that that's anything to think about, right? Not at the no, it's not, not enough cards. It's really the big things like pale yeah. moons, like put it into soul, or like um, they have the what the what is it? What I forgot that fucking pale moon card's name. That's like counterblast one, shove it in soul. There are a lot of those. I know, right? <laughs> well, there's the old one that doesn't require it to have a fucking archetype. Purple trapezist? No, no, no. Wait, was it Midnight Bunny? It's an 8k. It's an 8k grade 2, I'm pretty sure. Wait, is it like I have no where, idea. where you, like, search your deck and then put it in soul? Mm-hmm. Um, God, this is killing me. I'm thinking of... The, it's like an old-ass card. I'm thinking of the Candle Celestial from Angel Feather that does the same thing with Damage Zone. This is gonna kill me. Oh, that could be. Yeah, yeah but there's it, also it like one. Jumping for... Jill or something? Uh, it's, no. It's, it's Original... an Acrobat. I don't, I don't I, I can barely think of the art. Original Jumping Jill is anyway. when called from Soul gets 3k. It's not very impressive. Um, but anyway, all these <laughs> ways that can, like, shove it in places where you can easily obtain it are going to be are really important, right? But yeah. I believe all of them require a counterblast. I could be wrong. Like, even Mecha Trainer can grab it, but requires a counterblast. Yeah. Uh, Conroe, same deal. Um, and I, I can't think of one where it'll just be free. Because if there is one that's free, that would be a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, it seems like the easiest one is Grand Blue. If you, because you can like mill easily, and then Greed Shade can drive it out of the drop. Right. That doesn't really require counterblast. Shadow Paladin has Helheim, which doesn't require counterblast. However, that's a Grade Four G unit, so. Yeah, that it might be just defeats the purpose. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, the main problem is that when <laughs> it's still there, the temptation is still there. Yeah. And what do you mean by the temptation? The temptation to if you're if Zazan is still playable, people are still going to try and get it, even if it's less consistent. Because all it was was a consistency machine. Right. And okay. If your consistency machine is a, is a little slower, it's still a consistency machine. Yeah. So, yeah. 
downgrading from a from like a, a Ferrari to like a Honda Civic. It's still a car, you know. Well, no, that's the thing. Zazan being hit to one is just going to affect consistency. People are still going to run Zazan. Like, yeah, I think they will find a way. If it can like, be abused, it will be abused. Like that's basically it. Yeah, because again, like the strength it offers is so. It's so worth it. Yeah. What really bothered me was with Boucher coming out with his uh, both different fight and uh, Solemn Vanguard and a few others. I think Can You Say G and a few others were like, "Oh, okay, that's good." They they, yeah. they did they did something. Which, admittedly, yes, they did listen to the community, uh, to hundreds of thousands mm. of people who started a hashtag on Twitter when the world's on fire about banning this one card in Boucher. It's like, I'm sorry, is that not what you do on Twitter during a pandemic? Yeah, exactly. What, what else, else we leave my house anyway so they did something it's just that it was a half measure that i cannot abide because the they should whole have done this. a lot of the counter argument for i want to ban this uh, this is annoying i want to ban it like everyone has that thought you know in the throes of salt or whatever mm-hmm. and the counter argument to that is usually well if they ban it then the set's not going to sell because they, they're they're a business. They have to sell well, yeah. the set. Right. Okay. Zazan came in Premium Collection 2020, which has not only uh, critical triggers that were destroyed fodder, and uh, which means every clan's gonna need that. Yeah. A lot of the yeah. strides in this set are very good. Tempest, yeah, Moon, exactly. which is in this set, is very good. It was gonna sell anyway. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the because other that... typical arguments arguments is that you know it's probably not that bad or like people are just complaining because it like makes their deck not work or it like counters their specific deck but like in this particular case Zazan was such a meta warping card that you virtually could not win unless you were using it right like even in a game where you can just uh, sack two criticals at three damage and win outright, it still only got, like, one or two games out of, like, 200. Yeah. I want to tell you boys a story about someone named Neville Chamberlain. Do you know who Neville Chamberlain is? Is he the dude from Yu-Gi-Oh! with the bug glasses? No. (laughs) Sounds right. (laughs) That's Weevil Underwood. No, uh, Neville Chamberlain was the Prime Minister of Britain. Uh, right before World War II started. And uh, after Hitler came to power and started gobbling up countries like Czechoslovakia and Poland, uh, Chamberlain is like, hey, we should just give him what he wants. Then he'll go away, right? Mm-hmm. Just give him a little bit. And then if anyone's watched Oversimplified, he's like, you can't have that. Okay, you can have that, but no more. I want that thing. And repeat. Like, they could they could just, you could have nipped it in the bud. And I hate to be right. the guy that compares everything to Hitler, but this this condensation-y <laughs> little fascist <laughs> is, is still there. And someone is going like, okay, how can I break it next? Well, for everyone you disagree with is a fascist, huh? Did yeah. we learn nothing from here? Alice is really letting all of that like pent up anger out after his work oh, today. I'm very you heard, drunk. You heard mm. Atlas. If you defend Zazan, you are as bad as Hitler. What? You know yeah, what that's the a worst good. Part that's a good is? comparison to make. 
I would say you're wrong, but everything I just said supports that argument completely. So whatever, <laughs> fine. Uh, it's, I understand why people think it's okay that Zazan's at one, and I think probably it is because most of the ways I can think to abuse it do require a counterblast. However, it does move us on to the next problem, which is Huang. Like, mm-hmm. the, the fact that all of the cards re- do require counterblast mean that cards like Huang become more important become more important in basically not giving your opponent a way out of that right mm-hmm. right if you are so you're still gonna that Huang should have also been hit either to one or to zero right but since that wasn't the focus of a lot of the testing yes. and that's a little harder to test for right um it's you're not you're not going to get as much data on that card specifically. Huang was an engine that could be put you know that you could build a deck around. That's Huang good... is not that, so yeah. it's yeah. it's not as easy to convince Mushirod from an outside perspective that this card's a problem. Vanguard might finally attack combo. Look at the bright side. Vanguard might finally have a tier zero now. I mean, uh, wait, wasn't like. Gold Paladin in premium at its hi- like at its highest. I mean, it did get Reserve. countered by that one weird Mega Colony deck. So Please don't remind me of that. I feel <laughs> we have to listen to Mega Colony players constantly. Well, Mega Colony world. It's very hyper specific. What I am gonna say is that due to the pandemic and the lack of uh, data, data mm-hmm. due to tournaments, uh, right? It's surprising that they listen to us at all but then again they have no other data to go off of um mm-hmm. yeah part uh, another thing that has uh come up at, or like for theories as to why they actually listened to the player base was because buddy fight just died and sure did that Sorry, leaves... it. it was all my fault <laughs> wait you, you know you know how they <laughs> You know how they could have gathered data uh, through tournaments? Card fight online. No. <laughs> nope. Yeah, okay. you'd think, huh? If they as far if about they, this yeah. is they're still not going to give us a real <laughs> online game even after this pandemic completely yep. fucked in person tournaments. Never will. Or just we'll buy, out, buy out CFA, make the the engine not terrible. And, uh... <laughs> I mean, they'll never. They'll never do that, and even if they did, they would not fix the engine. Fair enough. I, I, I would pay, like, a small amount of money per month, like, three bucks a month. Yeah. Just just to, like, test, like, that would be worth it alone, honestly. Yeah. I think someone would try that by now, a subscription-based card, card game service. Like, considering everyone else for free. Herder, herder. <sighs> I hate CFA. We all yeah. do. Anyway, I, know, uh, I know a lot of people use CFA because it's like you know, the only thing to use, but man, I just can't stand it. But but, and same but here. capitalism is the only system we know. How can we we try other stuff? Anyway. That's CFA. Anyway, uh, <laughs> back over here where my point was. Um, <laughs> they, due to the lack of data, they went with what other people were testing, and they listened. And I think this might be the first time they did that. Um they could have just ignored it and let the meta be completely garbage or lack thereof because who's playing in real tournaments? 
Why do you think literally they would nobody? <clears throat> they wouldn't listen to us. Yeah, they did. And they well, sort of listened to us. Bushi Road Southeast Asia listened to you know some people that they that they that they trusted, right? So it's not like Bushi Road Japan is listening to us. Bushi Road Japan probably responded when Japanese Bushi Road Twitter broke out broke out about it. Yeah. So listen to us is maybe not the correct word. Is that I was going to say we need to make things obvious enough where Japanese players uh, recognize that it's also a problem and can yeah direct their, their reasoning. Their reasoning for limiting Zazan to one doesn't match our reasoning for saying it should get hit though. Correct. So yeah, it really mm. doesn't seem like they actually listened to us. They were just sort of like. Oh, oh, this is probably not this good. This card can do these things, and they weren't even so, thinking about. It. It's a couple things, right? So it's possible that they want it, that they feel like they have they have to hit Zazan without noting the data that they collected, mm-hmm. because I it, like so. Let's think about it this way: they if they want to hit Zazan, like knowing that's a problem. But they don't want to say that they collected data. Well, the next question is, where do they get this data from, right? And they don't mm-hmm. want to chase down that rabbit hole. So it's possible that to avoid chasing down that rabbit hole, they just said, fuck it. We'll use this 10 attack combo as a reason why we limited Zazan, as in we did not intend that. But what they really want to say is we ha- we asked people outside of Bushiroad to gather data on how powerful this card was. They don't want to admit that. Are, are, are we getting into conspiracy theory territory? No, no. I'm just saying, like it's it's possible. I'm just saying it's possible that that's the story. They don't, and they and they for some reason they can't or don't want to admit that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's more reasonable. Um, with that being said, I do think that Zazan at one is a strong limiting. I just don't yeah. think it solves most of the problems. Uh, well, I think it solves the it solves the big problem. The fact mm-hmm. that you can pretty much put Zazan in every deck and just do the same shit, right? Yeah. But yeah. I do think there will Completely. be some concerning things going forward. Mm-hmm. We can only hope that the state of the game, con- state of premium, continues to be absurdly unhealthy in its uh, Zazan-based format, and then Bushy eventually is like, okay, okay, we understand. Yeah, but... Bushy being the way it is, they might start banning... They might start treating the symptom instead of the cause where they ban cards around Zazan. That's true. Like, maybe limiting Huang as well or something. I think limiting Huang is correct regardless of if Zazan is banned or not. I completely agree, but at the same time, that still doesn't remove the issue. Yeah. It I lessens th- it for sure. Just ban Huang, ban Zazan, easy. <laughs> exactly. Set's still gonna sell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, the set will sell no matter what. But I think, and, and I do think, like rather than Zazan being the important card, I think they don't want the G guard, the G, the, the GR itself to be useless. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Zazan does kind of enable Cyclone, so right, which is fair, I guess. But we'll see how even power, how powerful the single Zazan decks even are. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just, just release. They what they should have done is not hit Zazan at all. Release the set, let people buy, and then like two months later hit it. <laughs> I feel like that would have been the Konami method. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get money out mm-hmm. of it, and then eventually everyone's happy. Konami yeah. would tin it and then ban it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, the thing with Konami, and like, like two, I said before, is three, it's... So now they make a trial deck of it. Dude, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said before with uh, Konami, is that because the the ban lists are predictable on, uh, you know, what is it, bi-yearly? Is it, does bi-yearly mean twice a year or every two years? Bi-yearly? Whatever. Wait, hold on. No, twice no, it's bi-yearly is every two right. years because bi-weekly, my check is bi-weekly and that's every two weeks. Okay, so, uh, semi-yearly, whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, with it being every six months, uh, like, like Rupier said, people can predict that, or, like, speculate as to what they're gonna hit, and it's always done in this sort of, like, methodical fashion. Right. Because it's, it's predictable, they are, they can be a little crazier with power creep, and then be like, okay, we're striking, you know, Zodiac's down, we're striking whatever. And then with Vanguard, because a lot of these ban lists are reactionary most of the time, it's it doesn't really uh, like it. it the, their consequences for their actions are uh, almost looked down upon more. Like Konami, Konami releasing something broken, you're like, well, it's going to get banned in like a month anyway. Because it's uh-huh. you know it's May or whatever, and the ban list comes in June. This is like this is ridiculous, and I have no idea if Bushiro is going to figure it out. Oh, so you're saying they like, don't. we're we're with with Konami? It's kind of like this card is getting banned, and everyone's like, "Yeah, we know." And then with Bushiro, it's sort of like this card's yeah. getting hit, and everyone's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, which has happened quite a lot, like uh, Seven Runner, where they just kept where they kept. Just not banning. The oh, that was great! Right. They kept hitting the bet. They, everyone's like, "You should probably hit Night Spinal, right?" And they're like, "Nah." <laughs> they're like, "Well, we heard that you." Go- That's why they made Zazan. They're like, "Well, we heard that you guys were having trouble in the early game with like your G GB limited decks." Yeah. Here's the solution. They again, Tempestphere exists. Like it, it's. Also, they like changed the stride rules, which created problems in and of itself. But yeah, Tempestphere is, a, I think, a healthier, um, you know, option. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's it's just a healthier option, and like they could have just made that, and I think we would have all been happy because everyone has access to that, and then it's still. I remember in in different fights video, he was talking about like the identity of a clan. You know, like uh, Zizan sort of takes away what every clan does. That's very true. Um, and what I said earlier, I, I was like, certain clans are still going to, to an extent, do what they do, but it's all going to be in service of searching out or calling Zazan. Um, so, it, 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 you know, in essence, they're still, every deck will effectively yeah. function the same. There's no more, you know, like... Like, Shadow Paladin are still going to use their superior calls and their searches to get out grade ones, but sure as hell not going to be retire them. Um, and, you know, what are grade threes even now? Uh, but with kind of just unlocking your GB, like, by turn one, turn two, it's like, 
Well, everyone has that, and it also allows every clan to still play like it was meant to be played. Yeah, you don't have to make your deck, like, half vanillas. It doesn't sap creativity, exactly. All you have to do is take out four cards to make room for Sphere, and that's it. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah... We, this is what this is the the sad state of affairs that we are in. Uh, we have a pandemic, and Zazan was hit only to one. I like how those are vaguely equated with each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Everything God, sucks, get... and we're all going to die. You, you know those. You know, like maybe a month or two ago, how people were making memes about like, oh, this was like like February, uh, March, April, May, and it was like different. Um, you know, giant like problems we were facing, and then it kept progressing further and further until like December is going to be just like aliens invading the earth, the alien invasions, zombie uprising. Like, take I want someone to take that meme and Photoshop out whatever the hell we put for July or August, I guess, and then just put Zizan's face. Um, because that's effectively how it feels. You know what the funny part is? Murder Hornets almost sounds like the thing you would put in December. But it was, like, such an afterthought. They're like, oh, Murder Hornets, oh, they're gone, I guess. No one's talking about them. <laughs> I murder Hornets were a filler episode in May. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think I think Murder Hornets... Hermits, wow. Murder Hornets were more of, like, a little, like, a, a gag. Like, a character is, like, you know, walk, a guy is walking down the street and he's just, like, a pandemic, you know, now there's police brutality and, like, systemic racism. This can't get any worse. It's always been just, that. Yes, that's true. Um, and then he hears, you know, like on like a TV in like the electric uh, electronic section at Target, just like, and now we bring you a special news report about a re- you know a, a, a outbreak of killer hornets, and then like you know you like do the blitz or whatever. Uh, oh, the uh, shot. Or yeah. not even that. It, it would just be like the the that sad horn from the prices, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's like this can't get any worse, and it's just cue the hornets. But well, there is well, no I'm action. not. I'm, I'm not challenging this year anymore. <laughs> You're I have fucking lost all of my possessions in a fire. I've fucking. <laughs> Did you actually? Yeah, yes. Oh my <laughs> god! I'm so sorry. Like I'm not like basically. If you ask this year, like how can this year get any worse? This year's like bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like just like. That's why I'm like, not doing that anymore. Like anytime anyone, like, um, especially like my girlfriend, like she'll have like some problems like with getting an apartment or something like that, and she's like, "This is fucking awful. Like this is so difficult." And I'm like, "Calm down. It it could be worse." Or like my coworker is complaining about something, and I'm just like, "Dude, it could get a lot worse." You ever stand outside to your apartment watching it be in fire and you're just like, mm, all my stuff's in there. What's going to happen next? What, what will tomorrow bring? <laughs> just like, mm. I don't think I'll be up all night to discover it. <laughs> philosophical. You realize, like, you have a, you think that's bad for the next year or so. Yeah. If there's one silver lining. If someone goes, oh, man. I left my keys in my apartment or whatever, and you're like, you think that's bad? Like you have that for like a year. Whoa, whoa! I'm not going to do that to people. I understand. It's annoying to lose your, to leave your keys in your apartment. I mean, I've locked I've myself out before. 
Same. I think I remember you telling me that story, Atlas. I developed a habit of patting down my pockets when I leave the house because I forgot my keys enough times. See, I have an issue of, like, I guess that I, I do, I, you know, you do so many things, um, like, on your daily routine that you sort of turn it into muscle memory, um, like locking the door or making your bed or whatever. Um, for me, locking the door is a big one. I, 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 I sleep in my living room, so when... I like get up to turn the light off. I also subconsciously now lock the uh, uh, lock the door, but because that's so like ingrained into like just oh yeah, I turn the light off and then I also do that other thing that I don't really remember. Um, I don't actually remember if I did it or not. So I'm like laying in bed, you know, I have like YouTube playing as I drift off, and I'm just like, did I lock the door? And Initially, I would get up, you know, and like walk over and uh, like check it. And of course, it was always locked. Now I've become so lazy, but also so like trusting in myself that I just from my bed, turn on my phone flashlight and just shine it on the door to see if the lock is in the right position. So that's my version of patting down my pants every time I leave. I mean, I think I've told this story on the podcast before. But the one time I locked myself out, I had had a, I had the flu. <laughs> you told that. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, we, we were hanging yeah. out at Starbucks. You told me uh, about it. Long, long story short, I ordered a pizza, yeah. locked the door behind <laughs> me. <laughs> I was, I was about to this ask. story still is mind boggling because the whole time he's locked outside, he's not eating the pizza. Well, because <laughs> pizza's get for it. winners, Matt. All right. That's like, right. I asked you that. I was like, "Why didn't you eat the fucking pizza?" And you're like, "I didn't deserve it yet." It's <laughs> it's so mind-boggling that you just not yeah. eat the fucking pizza while you're out there. You have nothing better to do. Okay, I would <laughs> order like Atlas. Let me ask you this: out of his apartment, and then Atlas stood there sadly with a pizza. I need to ask you this: Why well, did you order like a second pizza that was like the opposite of what you wanted? I don't know, like I don't know, some with heavy vegetables or whatever. And you just kind of sat there and ate that because you're like, well pizza for losers exactly you're like I this mean, pizza sucks and i deserve it miles if i had the ability to order a second pizza that meant i would have had my phone which means i could have called someone oh, the point you didn't was have your phone either no. okay oh, when, I locked, poor when i locked myself out of my apartment this is what i was wearing uh, a bathrobe with no shirt under it um pajama <laughs> bottoms okay pajama does bottoms your bathrobe have your initials them. on it no. Pajama bottoms with puppies on them. It has like and socks and sandals. It says, like, Shut the fuck up. Treasure. Oh, okay. Sorry, so, Alice, I didn't agree. The point is that I, I was locked out in a ridiculous looking outfit because I knocked on my neighbor's door who he didn't speak much English, uh, and when he came to the door he was wearing pajama bottoms and no shirt and I was like, you know what? It's your home. You're you're in every yeah. right to answer the door because it's like ten PM <laughs> And I'm like can I borrow your phone? And like his daughter was there and his daughter's like, oh yeah, here, let me call the landlord for you. And then the landlord, who I had never met yet, because I, I was technically a sublease at the time, uh, I was like, hi, um, nice to meet you. Uh, Can you help <laughs> me get out. into my house? Can you help me get, get into my apartment? And he's like, first off, it's Nick's apartment. I'm like, okay. Uh, secondly, I'm not coming out there because I don't live on site, so... Uh, you're just gonna have to call him. I'm like, can I have his number? Because I'm using my neighbor's phone to call you. And he goes, okay, fine. And he gives me Nick's number, and then Nick was in a movie, so I had to fucking 
It was like when you're a kid and you did the chance to call home at summer camp and you're trying to hide how homesick you are. You're like, hi, <laughs> um, mom, uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, can you come? I cannot wait to see you guys again. <laughs> uh, let it come home soon. I'm locked out with the pizza and he comes back and he, his first question is, why didn't you eat the pizza? <laughs> yeah. Just standing yeah, outside the, your apartment for an hour watching a pizza go cold. The worst part Although was some like, people like cold pizza. I do They're like weird, cold pizza, but... not lukewarm pizza. But like, I felt the need to explain myself to passersby, right? Because I'm like, uh, yeah, I locked myself out. You're not listening. Okay, fine. That's fine. Uh... <laughs> Next is at night, locking ourselves out of our right, apartment. I'm, I'm well, this is, this the average person does not night. give a shit. Does not, a, not give a shit. Yeah, it Atlas on the other hand point. though gives too much of a shit. That's true. That's Atlas true. thinks people care, but in reality they don't care at all. I mean, if, if if my friends cared at all about what I thought of them, they would have come to my comedy shows, but they don't. <laughs> I, I literally cannot. I know. The, Same well, here. Okay, a, a lot of my shows now are on Zoom, and I, my friends aren't even coming to those either. <laughs> Well, Atlas, maybe if you advertised it more or sent it directly well, to us. In my now, see, here's the thing: is he did offer shit. to send us a link, and we still didn't go. See what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! Whoa, whoa! To be in my defense, I do have shit internet. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. I can't okay. even I can't even watch YouTube videos. Really? Oof. Fuck! That's rough. Oh Unless god. I buffer them for like hours. Oh. The streams are like no. That's awful. I'm sorry. Like, okay. I, I, I realized why, though. It's because I'm not the funny guy in my group of friends. I'm guy with the car. You can't be funny guy and car guy. You were the guy with the car when it was, like, me, Gabe, and Richard. See what I yeah. mean? Gabe was yeah. funny guy. Gabe was funny guy. You were also the guy yeah. with the car in UCR. See what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God, Atlas, you I was guy. the loser. The guy with the car has no personality. He's literally just a guy with a car. I've been typecast. All right. Like, I, I, I wish I you know, had you know how, sooner in UCR you know how, like, because... Elon Musk says, like, oh, yeah, we're almost done making, like, the first, you know, car that doesn't need a guy to drive. Once those are normalized, you're, like, actually going to go extinct. Well, Elon Musk also said coronavirus is going to be done by April, so... Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not my point. My, my, all I'm saying <laughs> is that once that first, you know, self-driving car is made... Atlas's like entire identity just goes out the window. No, he'll be, and then he'll so. be the funny guy. He's free to be the funny guy. <laughs> it's uh, it's like the, Eat your it's like pizza the fool, while you right? can, Atlas. He's the fool. It's potential. If I ever find out which one of you is using the Nexus at Night account to make fun of me all the time, I will kill you. It Wait, is, is not. That, me. Is that what's been happening? Yes. Is it you? I don't. I don't I don't even have the account. I assumed that it was I Atlas. I just followed them. I thought it was you, Atlas, because Yeah, Atlas, I... I thought you've been the one posting on that account all the time, because it kind of sounds like you. Some of them are me, not all of them. Yeah, yeah. Like... Because the... I, follow, I follow Nexus at night and uh, your uh, other your other podcast. Um, yeah. And, and like... Gabe? No, 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 no. Well, wait, what? No, Gabe, Gabe was on Nexus at night for, like, the first, maybe, what was it, year or so? Yeah. And he was I'm just sort of like, if he had access to the Twitter ever, that's why I'm asking, because none of us have been doing it. So. I, I don't Wait. think he did. He also doesn't. He didn't really use Twitter. Yeah. Wait, where did where did they make fun of you? 
Uh, just stuff like uh, where I'll, I I like send something out on bad reading, and be like, tomorrow it's the like guess what the episode oh, is. Is and it then, your mom? Is it your mom? Yeah, like that. That's not me. That's not me. <laughs> that's a great show. <laughs> that's uh, I swear to God, that's not me. Wait, who, I has, just... who else has the info though? Yeah, I will. I gotta find out because uh, honestly, it's pretty. Funny. Didn't we change the password recently? We did. Yes. So I it might have been sh- James or Chris. They have, I think they were in the chat when. It's also probably one of you guys, because otherwise Chris. you would have gotten an email, you know, from Google saying like, "Oh, you attempted to sign in." Blah, we get those blah. all the time. Oh, well, cause okay. Mostly because I logged in from work. Mm. Like I logged into the Twitter from work. It's like you just logged okay. in. I'm like, shut up. I yeah. know it's me. You know. I also just want to point out that I'm on here tonight because I made a joke on Twitter, just saying uh, I, I said something like "Happy birthday, have me on again." And then Atlas was like, "Do you want to come on tomorrow?" And I was like, "Oh, sure." <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you took that seriously? Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, whoa, Atlas, whoa, whoa. sweetie, that he was opened him so he sacrificed himself for it. I did. I did for the sake of uh, for the sake of one little joke that uh. I, I think on my Twitter I have like five people that actually interact with me, so it's probably only those like five people or like two or three of those five people that saw that comment and were just like, "Wow, Miles is such a funny guy." It was, <laughs> you know, we're let's see, we're fifty one, we're fifty two minutes in, and I'm still gauging whether or not that joke is worth it. <laughs> well, this- <laughs> okay. Well, that was um, interesting. Uh, do we have anything else to say about Zazan before we sign off here? Honestly, it's mainly just Zazan and Quang, right? Quang? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Fucking there's Quang. nothing else that really needs to get hit, right? Alright, so this is going to be a Premium Collection 2020 Part 2 of Dumb Shit, Quang Edition. <laughs> uh, get ready. Uh, let's oh, see yeah. where this goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought you. I thought you like had more to say, and like there's gonna be more episodes. Oh God, no! <laughs> no, <laughs> no, the, no, the the more to say is what people find out with Juan. Yeah, yeah we just yeah. have to wait to see like what happens with tournaments whenever those are uh, reopened. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing we're gonna get more course. from Europe and uh, uh, Asia <laughs> than the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. That's probably yeah. gonna be a while. Only later. they. Yeah. If only they had tournaments in New Zealand, then we could figure this shit out right away. Oh, yeah, because New Zealand's reopening because they did their fucking homework. Wear a goddamn mask. Anyway. Yeah, that's uh, all it takes. Just wear your masks. Yeah. But you guys are, we you are, know, are listeners of this channel not are the smartest nation in the world. Back. Nope. We're an empire in decline. All right, I'm, I'm done waxing poetic. Miles, thank you so much for coming on Nexus. Oh, me. man. Thank you for having yeah. me. It's always, it's, it's a nice break from like everything in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like being on there. And then eventually it comes out, and I get to hear myself talk. It's, it's great. You actually yeah. listen to the podcast I hate episodes. Hearing myself talk. Uh, just I, because I occasionally I'll play video games that like I don't really care about paying too much attention to, and I'm like, Fuck, oh, I need background. Fuzz. I just beat that the other night. Um, <laughs> I know. Congratulations. 186 hours. <laughs> uh, still determining whether or not the ending is worth it. <laughs> I think at this point I'm, like, burnt out, because the second time I played it, the first time I played it, I was like, this game sucks. Second time I played it, I was like, fuck, this is so good. And then I played P5R, and I was like, I'm having fun. I took a break to read a book, came back, and then I was just like, which parts were fun again? (laughs) But then I get into conversation or, like, discussions about it, and I'm, like, able to point out why I think it's good or, like, why it is, I don't want to say objectively good, but, you know, by, like, maybe writing standards, like, the story is good or something, or, like, gameplay, it's great. 
And then I'm just sort of like, why do I think it's good when I talk about it? It's like only good in retrospect. <laughs> Which and maybe the isn't the best thing for a game. You know, it's yeah. like if you're it's playing good, a game. It's not fun. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's good in hindsight. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's a great game. They just forgot to make it fun. <laughs> or maybe it's just because it's I'm playing like the kind of same game the third time in a row. Uh, I will revisit it one day. Do you have a, a, a social media or anything that you want people to find you, follow you at? I have Twitter. Um, I always forget the at, but I believe it is at Rogue. That's R-O-G-U-E, uh, 168. So y'all can follow me on there. I sort of post funny stuff, or I just criticize content. Um, or I just talk about me and my girlfriend watching Avatar and Chowder. Uh, so if you're into that type of content, then please do follow me. Sounds like a good time. Man, yeah, other than that, I fucking hate Facebook and Instagram, so stop following me on there. <laughs> you can you can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two Zs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. And then uh, you can find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter, Instagram. You can also find my other show at Bad Reading Pod in the same places. This week on the show, uh, we're doing Batman. So that's Ooh, cool. I shoot me the link. I'll give that a listen. I love. I that. will. It's coming out on Friday, and uh, somebody fucks somebody else because, of course, they do. Oh um, hell, sick. <laughs> and uh, and then you can find this show at Nexus at Night on Twitter, or Instagram. The Instagram is mostly just screenshots from Twitter, but yeah. you know, <laughs> that's how we and do. Eventually, I will actually do Bushy Roads contest thing, maybe. Oh Isn't yeah, that I what forgot Instagram about that. Is? I like said I would do the contest and then immediately regretted it, and now I'm just kind of in that phase. Like, well, I said I'd do it, but I also kind of don't want to, even though I'm not like a, I'm not pressuring you to do it. I, just I know. Check it out if you want. What is it? I know it's one of those like I want to do it because there's like a hundred dollars, but in it, but at the same time, I kind of also don't. will probably be one of those things that I'm just gonna be like, I should work on this, and then it'll be July 25th, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this isn't happening. Yeah, the, the contest is like, draw one of the protagonists from Vanguard, I think. Or like, one of the Bushiroad shows. Right? Well, that sounds kind of cool. No, see, what I would do is I would draw something from Brain Dream and post it on our Instagram and be like, ha, you thought. <laughs> wow, rude. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, thanks everybody for listening. I'm mostly sober by this point, so that's fun. That's uh, never a good feeling. I know, right? I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. I'm Miles from Nexus Core. And have a good night, everybody. <laughs>